What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. It is Thursday. We're almost at the weekend. It is August 24th, 2023, and I am happy to come on and talk with all of you. Uh, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for supporting the Road of Grinders. Thank you for supporting the channel, and uh, thank you for supporting the Prop Shop. It has been my pleasure uh, to try to serve you guys with grace and humility. And uh, once again, we just want to come in and try to give you a few plays today. Uh, it's very small slate, so I'm, I'm very, I mean, very light volume today, not heavy at all. But I was able to find a couple plays that I think should carry us across the finish line. And as we continue to close out this month, we want to continue to push the profits big time. So we're going to kick it off. It is time for winning words of wisdom. And this one is just, it's very simple. It's something I came across and I thought this one was, was really neat. This is from William Makepeace Thackeray. And he says, a good laugh is sunshine in the house. And that's so true, right? Uh, for those of you that have kids or don't have kids, um, you know, laughter, laughter brings about just such good feelings. Uh, it's such joy, especially the right type of laughter, right? You know, a good joke, watching a funny movie. Uh, I like stand-up comedy, so I get to check out. I don't watch those as much as I used to. From time to time, I'll, you know, kind of flip through that. But, and sometimes just uh, an unintentional laugh. You know, my fiance and I sometimes, you know, I'm at the house and something funny will just come up. And it's just such a joy, right, to have laughter in your home, laughter in your heart. And that also brings about positivity. Um and so as a result, man, you know, find something to laugh about with your family today. Maybe a good memory, uh, something you guys can, can hold on to in your hearts, and it'll do your body good. So that's the winning words of wisdom. That's coming from William McPeace Thackeray. A good laugh is sunshine in the house. All right, let's go over our recap. And, and uh, we will I'm, – I'm waiting for it to load up. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. I'm so sorry. But our recap on the month, we are 32, 26 and 1 yesterday. Uh, we've had this two days in a row, 2 and 1, so close to a full sweep. Once again, if you're mixing and matching these plays with your favorite plays, then hopefully you're coming out okay. That's absolutely what I'm doing. We wanted Charlie Morton less than six strikeouts yesterday. Charlie Morton and uh, and Justin Verlander have found – they went to the Fountain of Youth on us this week, so they buried us quite a bit. Uh, we wanted – or Quitty. Less than 16 pitching outs. We got that one. And we wanted Mackenzie Gore at less than six strikeouts. We were able to get that one as well. So, once again, if you mixed and matched those with your favorite plays, looks like we can, we, we should have come out okay. I had those uh, plays put in some flexes, and it was okay. So, there you have it. All right, we're going to hop into today because, like I said, we do have a smaller slate today. So, I don't think – I do have three plays, but the slate as a whole, we didn't have a whole lot of options. But I, I do feel like I was able to come across some options. We're going to start kicking this thing off. We're going to Arizona. We've got Brandon Williamson. He's facing the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is on the road. Now, what I will say is uh, if, if for, for all of you uh, strictly game log watchers, you're going to look at this and say, mm, I don't know about that, Chief. Brandon Williamson has been pitching well. But once again, in terms of the long-term data here, Arizona has been a team that's been tough on pitching uh, most of the season. And so we've got him at 15 and a half pitching outs. I'm expecting lower strikeouts from Williamson today. I'm expecting the ball to be in play today. Uh, they are in Arizona. And so as a result, 
when we look at Brandon Williamson, uh, he's at once again at 15 and a half pitching outs. We're saying, hey, Brandon, do you are you able to pitch uh, 15 and a third? And it's absolutely he's able. But I'm going to side with less than that. When we look at the, the pitching, the strikeouts have picked up over the last 30 days, 26 percent. 26% to lefties, 26% to righties. One of the things I like to look at when guys are having uh, strikeouts that are starting to pick up, I want to see who they've been facing, right? I, I, I want to see who has Brandon Williamson been facing. Well, when I pulled that up, I was, he's faced Toronto, fairly good team, six strikeouts. Pittsburgh, a marginal team, six strikeouts. Miami, nine strikeouts. The Cubs, seven strikeouts. And the Dodgers, he had two strikeouts. That was back in July. But he does seem to be on somewhat of a tear. But once again, with Arizona being one of the lower strikeout teams here, and they should be able to put the ball in play, they should be able to run the pitch count up a little bit on him. My anticipation is that he's going to have some trouble here getting past five innings. Jeff, good afternoon, sir. Thank you so much for joining when we look at what he's throwing, as you guys know, he's throwing about 38% fastball. We're going to look at the fastball. This team can hit the fastball. We're not worried about that. Now, he's throwing 32% fastball cutter. And as we know, with the cutter, this is how he's able to get through innings efficiently. If he can throw the cutter, they can bite on it. He can get good quick outs. That's how he's able to get through these innings. When we look at the cutter and we see what, how is this team hitting the cutter? Not great overall, but they're also limited plate appearances so i'm not worried about it too much we still got Marte and carol we're going to give him some trouble christian walker kennedy and nick ahmed as well the iso numbers are great once again he will get some outs but what we're hoping is that this this team as they've done almost all season can put the ball in play earlier norcia good hello hello thank you for joining the show today uh we're hoping this team can put the ball in play and as they continue to put the ball in play, the pitch count comes up. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't pull a Sandy Alcantara on us and has runners on the base pass and gets a double play on a one pitch out, uh, which could be frustrating. But we're hoping that he doesn't that he doesn't do that and that Arizona can really stick it to him today. So at 15 and a half pitching outs, we want less than that particular projection. All right, we're going out to Minnesota. And we've got Pablo Lopez. He's facing the Texas Rangers. And the Texas Rangers are a tough team, but I'm going to side with Pablo here. When we look at what Pablo's been able to do over the season, he's been really good. One of the things he's been really good at is limiting power, not giving up power to either side of the plate. And so for fantasy points, I'm not going with, with strikeouts today um, because in terms of strikeouts, he's at six and a half. That feels a little hefty to me, and, and I know I said feel, but when I look at the K rates for this team, that feels a little hefty. I definitely think he's going to get some strikeouts. Uh, does he get to seven today? I don't know. But in terms of the, the fantasy points, we've got him at 33 and a half fantasy points. I want more than that projection. He's 33 on prize picks. He's 34 on underdog. And so the difference there is underdog is going to give you uh, five points for the quality start and five points for the win, where prize picks is only giving you four points for the quality start six points for the win. So it's similar scoring that one point differential in my mind is basically, does he get the quality start? I like it on underdog as well because of those five points. I like it on price picks as well. Um, price picks is one point lower uh, because as a result of that, uh, that quality start possible, the quality, the possible quality start point. But the reason why I like Pablo at that number, here's why uh, if Pablo can, can pitch the way he's been pitching, he, it's possible they win this game. I, I don't trust um, 
I, I don't I don't trust the pitcher on the other side of this game. He's very erratic, give up a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls. It's warm out in Minnesota today. So I, I don't trust Andrew Heaney today. I'm thinking that Minnesota could possibly, possibly squeak out on squeak out a win here because of his bad pitching. If if the bad Andrew Heaney shows up. But bottom line, I think Pablo was able to get through this without the win. Uh, I definitely think Pablo can make it through six innings. What we're hoping is that he can limit the damage, as we can see here with the ISO numbers, not giving up more than 147 ISO. 147 ISO to righties, 132 to lefties for a total of 140 on the season. I think he can limit the power in this lineup, uh, as we see here. He does have, over the past 30 days, the ground ball rate has been up on the season, 42% ground ball rate, much higher to righties, right? He will see some righties. But he will see his mix of lefties as well. Pablo's been pitching well. We have him projected for 6.84 strikeouts. I think Pablo can pick up six strikeouts here. If he picked up five, it wouldn't surprise me. Once again, Texas is a fairly low strikeout team. But what we're hoping is that he can get through six innings, he can pick up five to six strikeouts, and not give up a lot of runs. I'd love it if Pablo gave up zero runs today. But if he can get six strikeouts and get through six innings, 33.5 fantasy points gives us the opportunity uh, to possibly pick up, he could give up two runs, and he finished with 34 fantasy points on prize picks on, on underdog. He could give up two runs, six strikeouts, six innings completed. He finished with 35 fantasy points. I like this opportunity for us. Uh, if you were checking out the prize picks videos that I put out today, I also like uh, Pablo under two and a half earned runs allowed. But while I'm also, once again, going to stick with uh, uh, the fantasy points as well at 33 and a half i like that opportunity for us all right we're moving along to our last play and this one uh we're just gonna stick with um a good pitcher facing a, a high strikeout offense okay a good pitcher facing a high strikeout offense we're going back to arizona we're gonna go with merrill kelly merrill kelly facing the cincinnati reds he's at 35 and a half fantasy points i'm going with more than that projection. When we look at the K rates here, once again, I'm not saying Merrill Kelly won't give up a run or two, but we've got McLean at a 30% K rate, Ellie Dela Cruz at a 30% K rate, 28% for Votto, 31% for Anacion Strand, 60% for Marte, very limited plate appearances, 30% for Benson, 29% for Stevenson. I think the strikeouts are going to be there. And as a result, if he can dial up the strikeouts today, I definitely think the fantasy points will be there as well. The reason why I'm choosing the fantasy points here, the fantasy points are going to give us the option for him to not necessarily hit his, his, his strikeout line. So his strikeout line was at six and a half today. Hasn't moved. I was hoping it was going to bump down to six. Had it bumped down to six, I absolutely would have hopped on. If it bumps down to six prior to uh, the game starting, I will get some shares in. But at 35 and a half fantasy points, I want more than that projection. I think this is a spot where he can pick up. Uh, seven to eight strikeouts, but I'm, I'm just more comfortable with the fantasy points because it gives us more outs, right? Uh, it also gives us more downside because if they happen to score runs, he could pick up seven strikeouts and give up four runs. That's also possible, but he's at home. A uh, roof should be closed today. I'm going to stick with the fantasy points at 35 and a half, hoping that not only do the strikeouts show up, but him being able to limit the damage today uh, shows up. He, he doesn't have too high of an ISO to right. He's at 172, 151 to lefties, and 161 in the terms of an average over the season. So what we're hoping is, once again, he continues to limit the damage and keeps these bats in check via the strikeout uh, and via keeping the ball 
uh, on the ground. When we look at the ground ball percentage, 45% of the season, 49% to lefties, 42% to righties, 44% the past 30 days, 43% to lefties, 45% to righties. So I do like Merrill Kelly. Uh, we've got his, his strikeouts projected at basically 6.4, which in my mind, we're expecting him to pick up uh, at least six strikeouts. And then let's go over to the bat. As you can see, I was looking at Brandon Williamson there. Let's look up Kelly and let's just kind of see where the bat has Kelly at. In terms of strikeouts and a projection, you do have the pitch count projected by the bat at 101 pitches, which suggests he should be going deep in the game. And we've got him projected for 6.54 there, a strikeouts in the bat. So I'm expecting at least six strikeouts. If he can limit the runs, if he had, if he doesn't give up any runs in this game, at least during his portion of the outing, then we're, I think it's going to be smooth sailing for us in the strikeout category. While we're there, let's even look up Pablo Lopez. I didn't look at Lopez today. I have to see where he is. We do have limited outs for him. Uh, the bat typically does not like Pablo Lopez for whatever reason. Uh, so the fact that he's facing Texas today and not and uh, is kind of getting limited, I, I get that. We do have a projection for six strikeouts. Uh, so as a result, I think I like Pablo. And I, that's, that's kind of how I feel about the strikeouts as well, which is why I'm more in line with the fantasy points today. All right, folks, let's go over our recap. I appreciate all of you for joining me. Let's get this sweep again today. Keep pushing the profits, and then we'll get you out of here. So at the top of the list, we've got Brandon Williamson at 15 and a half pitching outs. We want less than that projection. We've got Pablo Lopez at 33 and a half fantasy points on price picks, 34 and a half on underdog. It's pretty much the same because of the uh, quality start points. If he gets the quality start points, then it should balance itself out. But at 33 and a half on price picks, we want more than that projection. We've got Merrill Kelly. At 35 and a half fantasy points, all of these today, I'm going to be mostly on prize picks. We want more than that projection. Folks, I'm Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep, and I'll see you tomorrow.